Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. The Way and the Ghosts, alongside Terrorizen. And today we're bringing to you episode 71. Sinti Uno. Episode 71. This VIVN IBPC train continues to truck along. And uh, we will continue to use this podcast as a way to kind of document, you know, kind of our journey. You know, for the whole VIVN and for the lounge and for everything that we've got going on. So, thank you guys for, you know, continuing on this journey with us. And uh, this journey just keeps on going. I mean, we've, uh, this past week, as far as um, customers go here at the lounge, um, quite kind of a quiet week. Yeah. Quiet week. I mean, we had we had traffic, but it was quieter than expected. So, there is that, which is expected, you know, it's, you know. It's part of business. Part of business. Every day can't be, you know, million dollar day, right? Yeah. So, but all in all, it's still a good week. Uh, we got got a, some new regulars. Yeah, I got, got new regulars, and um, we finally got our membership cards in. I don't know if you mentioned that last week because I think it came. No, it came after. Yeah, I think it came after we recorded. Yeah. last week. So, right. membership cards are in. So for those of you that uh, have the member membership, you can come on down and get your card. And for those of you that are not yet on membership, cards, uh, it's a pretty cool looking card, if I do say so myself. Yeah, something cool to put in the wallet, I guess. Something cool to put in the wallet or a nightstand. Um, We should, which we did talk about before, but I forgot to do that today. We should get um, card holders and lanyards. We have lanyards, but we should get some card holders so people can, you know, can wear their card around their neck or whatever have you. Or store it that way. Keep it protected. Add some longevity to the card, but the card looks dope. I designed it myself, so I'm pretty proud of it. Um, but yeah, so far so good this week. Um, we, uh, which I've we've mentioned before, we did start to, uh, I did start to, to stream again. And um, this past week, we mentioned it. Did we mention it? I don't think we did. Man, these weeks are just flying by like. Everything's kind of jumbled together, and because I'm doing so many different shows, I guess, if you will, I kind of forget what I said where. But, at any hope, we, um, we started streaming on Twitch um, some pretty pretty regularly. I try to get it in um, in the mornings before we get customers here, which is kind of an awkward time to stream. But we still had enough growth so that we actually hit uh, affiliate. Yep. Got through the affiliate program for Twitch. Which kind of proud of because this is this was not our first attempt at it. It's not. We attempted one bef- once before, and I guess had a different work ethic back then. But uh, this time around, you know, we have the lounge, we have the the means to do so. So we got it done, and we are now Twitch affiliates, which I'm pretty proud of. Mm-hmm. So that means we can start making some money on Twitch. So it opens up a whole other revenue stream for us here at the lounge. Something else for us to do to. To bring in revenue and to keep this VIVN train trucking along. Yep. So that's been a fun experience, you know. And then for those uh, for those of you that are unaware, if you have Amazon Prime, this is a cool thing that I I didn't know at the time, but now becoming affiliate, found out is that once you have Amazon Prime and you link your Twitch account to it, 
you can subscribe to to our, our Twitch for free. Yeah. Amazon gives you one free subs- subscription. You know, because of Prime. So, for those of you that have that subscription and you know, not really using it for anything, feel free to give us a free sub. It's gonna cost you absolutely nothing. If you don't have a Twitch account, you can set one up. It's totally free. And if you have Amazon Prime, just link the accounts. Go ahead and subscribe to the, the you know VIVN's uh, Twitch page, and that puts a little put a, puts a little bit of money in our pocket. Not it's not a ton per subscription, and um, I am gonna be revamping the the subscription because there, there's things you can do to kind of beef it up a little bit. You can have different subscription tiers and all that. Um, right now it's just the one. Uh, we're gonna work out some different things and do some different things. But with streaming, it's it's a whole other avenue. You know, we've been doing the podcast for so long. Uh, we do, you know, our, our different things, but the streaming is kind of on brand for us, if you will. It's, it's you know, of course, us being a video game uh, company, if you will. Streaming was always something that, you know, people ask us about, and we dabbled in before, but now it's it's coming pretty regular, like almost as regular as a podcast now. Yeah. We even have our regulars that, that you know, meet us on there as well, which um, we're going to be doing some stuff for them as well, you know, rolling out some some you know some roles and different things kind of like the it's very similar to like with the discord where you have you know have your roles and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, you know for those who want to be moderators or VIPs or whatever but for all the subscribers I will be working on um, some emotes that's, that's pretty big in the Twitch space um, for if you have you know Twitch page and you're, tw- you're streaming and you're affiliate you can do custom emotes now so now you can do you can you know if you're a graphic artist or whatever or you can hire someone to do some just so happens that I am a graphic artist. I'm gonna knock out some, uh, knock out a couple of emotes, some cool stuff. So as you become a subscriber, you're gonna automatically get those emotes, which I think it's gonna be pretty cool for people that you know like the kind of kind of kind of rewards you for becoming a subscriber. And those emotes you can use anywhere on anyone's um, stream. So I'm definitely gonna see you know what emote I, I want my emotes to be unique in the sense that I just don't want it to be the traditional stuff that everybody else has. Um, but I do want it to have, you know, I do, I do, I do want to represent VIVN with those emotes in some way, shape, or form, so that when people do use it, you know, it gets the people are like, where do you get those cool emotes? There you go, and then, you know, tra- attracts it back to your your yeah. It's another way to gather an audience. Yep, you got a really cool emote. So I'm, I'm going to be working on that this week. So by for sure by next week that'll be done. For those of you that are subs, exciting stuff, man. I, I'm streaming was something that I was it used to be a chore for me. Like I was felt like it was like a chore. Mm-hmm. We used to kind of do it just to do it because we felt like I was you know part of our brand. But now, because we have the lounge, because I can do it comfortably and almost seamlessly, it's um it's not that much of a chore. I actually pretty enjoy it. Enjoy it quite a bit. I'm looking forward to. To improve in our, our stream, because like I said before, it's it's on brand. And it's an, it's another it's another revenue stream for us, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it opens up a lot of doors for a lot of different things. And uh, we I never mentioned it before, but I do want to try to come up with shows that are not just the gameplay stuff, just to add some diversity to our our, our page. Kind of like what we do with the podcast here, as you know, the podcast have you know it's different. Segments, different segments, if you will, if you will. Um, whether it's the fight talk and the good ideas and stuff like that. So, 
I want to try to do something, not necessarily like that, but I want to try to do different shows for our page so that people, you know, if they just don't want to sit down and watch video games all day, have like another different, like a, a different show so you can tune into something else, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's on brand, that's, you know, part of the whole VIVN experience, so. Another thing I'll be working on is that, um, I mean, we, we kind of came up with the, you know, the whole... Uh, UFC watch party thing mm-hmm. that we've been doing for all our, for our supporters. So with that, we are probably going to be doing like a live stream maybe on that day. Um, for those that want the comfortable seating, you're gonna you have to you know kind of you're gonna be on camera now. So it's gonna kind of you know if you want the, the the super comfortable seating to watch the fights, you're gonna have to be on camera and be part of the fight companion. So there is that. Um, I think it's gonna be a cool little thing. You know you know for those that are watching the fights live, you can kind of get our commentary can kind of, you know, then I was watching back later, along with the fights, you know, whatever have you. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be a cool little thing. And for those of you that, you know, can't afford the pay-per-views or don't want to, you know, spend the money for the pay-per-views, you can now just kind of just tune in with us live and get our, our reactions live while the fights are going on. So, you can kind of get an idea of, you know, who's winning what. And, you know, I think it's going to be a cool little thing. And it's, it's you know, it's on brand with us and everything. And I think, it's not gonna cost us anything, so it's it's another you know show, if you will, that I think people can dig. So yeah, we're just pumping out content here at, at, at VIVN, you know. That and 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 much more stuff to come, cause I'm like I said a couple podcasts back. Like I feel like my brain is it's on a, it's on a it's in a it's in a different space right now. I feel like I'm firing at a to- totally different level than I used to, you know, even just a few months ago. Um, I don't know what I can, can attribute that to. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It could be just being disciplined. It could be just being, you know, not taking like you know, I mean, I haven't really been eating right per se, but I've been taking my supplements pretty regularly. So it could just be my brain just healthy now and it's just firing optimally. And maybe I'm just motivated now because of all the success of the lounge and everything, you know. That's going on with us. That is just motivating me to do more. So I'm just excited about just continuing to pump out new content, new things for VIVN, new things to you know cater to our demographic, mm-hmm. who are who are who are being left out, you know, here so, on the island. Yeah. So so much so that I could I can finally get a word in. So <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of where we're at here at VIVN. Um, uh, and anyway, you were just talking about um. You know, getting into the graphic art side of thing. Um, I know I, I don't think I mentioned it, but I, I mentioned it to you. But I, I've been thinking about picking up um, 3D modeling. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I dedicated some time last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, Worked on anything or? I I just kind of played around just just to kind of get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I must say, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting more comfortable. I'm I'm getting a better understanding of you know different things and how to do what I need done. So. I think I'm gonna try to do that probably just about every night, just to yeah, keep it going. You know, that's 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 a good idea. No, it's 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 coming along. It's uh, I do some tutorial videos, look at stuff people do, and I'm like, okay. And I, while while I'm watching the videos, I have I have the, the app opened up so I can, you know, tinker around while they're doing their thing. Not necessarily following exactly what doing what they're doing, but looking at how they're doing certain things and like seeing where you can find. Yeah, 
where where to find because like, the, the app itself is just you know there's, there's so much you can do in there and you have to set up your workspace the right way or else you just get lost mm-hmm. so just you know being able to find certain things being able to do what I need done I'm, I'm getting comfortable with it um, yep. we'll see what comes of it yeah it's, uh, it's exciting times like uh, I was saying before like I started to pick back up my art start to draw and stuff like that doing some some graphic stuff and that, that was actually a goal I had for myself to, to draw something like every night where, you know, whether it's a new character design or whatever and for those that are unaware I am silently and secretly working on a video game in my own space um, and I'm going to see how far I can get solo but I am I, I am doing that and I, I don't my ego is not that big that I have to do it solo I have no problem you know outsourcing and getting you know help and all that but I want to make sure that when, when, once I do approach someone about the project that it's it's at a, a respectable space where people can be like okay I can, I can get behind this I don't want to just say it and then I'm counting on this person to get it done you know what I mean so, I hear that so yeah that's, that's, that's kind of what we've been working on this is some like I said, some exciting stuff, and everything is kind of on brand with everything that we do have going on here at VIVN. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be cool to see. But uh, one thing that is pretty exciting that we've talked about almost to nauseating lengths, and we've promised and promised mm. that we would do this, and we ran into hurdle after roadblock, after wall, after. Hard place. <laughs> Hard place. Countless challenges. And we keep promising we're going to do a video podcast. And we've yet to do so. But however, seeing as though that we've got some things in the pipeline and some things worked out, I think it's safe to say that we are very close to getting the video podcast done. As you guys can tell, we've been working our butts off, doing everything here at VIVN. Everything, um, yeah. People think we just sit here and play games all day, but even though those days do come, um, yeah, we're we're constantly working, constantly trying to figure things out, constantly trying to improve because you know that's what it's all about. If we stay the same, we'll get stagnant, and you know that's what we don't want. So we're trying to find every way we can improve our brand, improve our product, you know, improve ourselves. Yeah, you know, and all around, just you know, live better lives. You know, yep, be better people. One hundred percent. So with that, we are very close. So those of you that have been looking forward to the video podcast, because we have been asked about it, we have been asked about it several times, because we've promised it several times. But now it's safe to say that we are we are pretty close. So close that we may even do one next week. Maybe do another test to kind of see how things go next week. Yeah. Again, this wouldn't be our first test, but if all goes well, like I think it will, you guys can probably look forward to a video podcast that's going to be dropping exclusively on YouTube. Exclusively on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. So there, something to look forward to. And uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. For those of you who have been following our content recently, we have been, like we said, working on our YouTube content, trying to improve our YouTube the the thing about YouTube it's it's such a hard it's very diff, it's very hard to get it's a difficult space to get into because of the, the the requirements for monetization 
like literally if I streamed as much as I did on YouTube as I does on Twitch, it would take me at least like 14 years or so before I can get monetized, which actually wouldn't wouldn't work out because every 12 months you have to do it, yeah. Kind of start over, which kind of we were we were we were pretty close pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Before COVID, you know, we got our YouTube going. We, you know, we used to drop gamer updates. We used to do, you know, different gaming news. Vlogs. We used to do our vlog and everything more regularly. And our YouTube was pretty good. Like our, our view hours were, were pretty solid. But then COVID hit and, you know, shut everything down. And now we're starting over. Essentially, yeah. Now we're starting over. So, but with that, we'll... That's just a learning lesson. We are we're encouraged. So we, we are planning to, you know get our YouTube going so we can have yet another income stream here for us at VIVN and then we can you know with all these extra monies coming in we can definitely start to do things the way we want to do them a little bit better so yeah we, of course we thank all, all our supporters because we still have our supporters some of you who've been riding with us from day one mm-hmm. which we truly appreciate because without you guys a lot of this stuff wouldn't be to the level that it's at especially some of our day one supporters has been riding with us from day one. Mm-hmm. As soon as we came out with the supporter, you know, for the podcast, they were on it. And some of you for Patreon that jumped on the Patreon as well. You know, we definitely appreciate you guys and all that you guys do. But yeah, with that, we are still looking for supporters because there's so much more that can be done. and So much more that needs to be done as well. 100%. That needs to, so much more that needs to, needs to be done. But we'll work it out. We're working on it. We'll get everything done. With one day at a time. And I, I, while I was talking here, I was kind of thinking about it. And I think I know what I can kind of attribute a lot of my motivation to as well. Remember uh, a couple podcasts back when I said, uh, when I was doing the, the, the whole push-ups thing, and I was, you know, mm-hmm. doing a push-up every day. Well, the challenge that I issued to myself was I set out to do 50 push-ups straight. And what I did was I... Started at 20, which is kind of like my max at the time. I could have pushed for more, but I can comfortably do 20. So I started at 20 at the beginning of the month, and I added one push-up every day. So by the end of the month, I'll be doing 50. And this is straight, so this is not like, you know, taking breaks. So I did it every day, twice a day, actually. So every day, twice a day, like, you know, when the, at the beginning of the month started, I did 20 push-ups twice a day. Then 21, 22, so on and so forth. So by the end of the month, I was doing 50 straight, which sounds like a lot. And to this day, I can still do them. No problem. Well, I mean, it gets harder. After 40, after 40 it gets pretty tough. But I, I, can, I can, you know, work through it. So, but I think what, 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 I was, what I was getting, the point I was getting to is that because I, I set a goal, and this is going to sound pretty familiar, familiar to you anyway. I set the goal. I forgot the goal. And I just did the work. There you go. It came down to every day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about every day. I wasn't thinking about doing fifty push-ups. Every day I was thinking about just doing one more. Which which goes back to the compound effect. You know, if you if you understand, um, well, you know, time about compounding. Essentially, it's just doing little things over a period of time. It's not big changes. Every day I wasn't, you know. I wasn't even sore most of the days. Like, I felt like I could do more of those days. Mm. But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about getting sore. 
because the challenge with getting sore is that like we have to do the other time if you don't want to do them too sore because then you know mm-hmm. you may not get get through it so it wasn't about being sore or you know getting a full you know feeling like i worked out feeling or none of that it was just about doing what i said i was going to do so with that just doing the small things every day which i've i've found at this point because I, I did it with the drawing too as well i found like that's that's probably the key to success the formula for success in my mind is called every damn day and it's just about doing the work every day mm-hmm. no off days just doing what you have to do every day and it, it's not it's not about overworking yourself it's not about doing so much work that you feel accomplished that day and all that it's about setting a goal finding what you know how to build it towards that goal mm-hmm. and just make sure you do those little things every day yep and over time those little things it will definitely pay off because now I'm like, like I said since doing that and this was like what a month ago two months ago anyways a month ago, yeah. since doing that like I'm I feel like I'm in a different space now because I, I, I did it and, 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 and now I'm doing that with my drawing now and it's like I, I, I've seen where where my art was when I started to where it's at now it's, it's got actually gotten better which I didn't even set out for that to be a thing but it, it's that's what happened you know, it's, it's getting better so I say all that to say and this is my good ideas you know for you guys whatever it is you have to you have set for yourself whatever it is you want to accomplish go ahead and set a goal set a date for it and everything but find out what what, what are the small tasks that you can do to build towards it and do that every day every day make sure that's the only thing you're focused on is doing what what you said you're going to do every day holding yourself accountable to it and just doing that alone and just that I mean just the discipline of that is so freeing there's there's freedom in discipline which sounds you know like an oxymoron almost it sounds like it doesn't make sense but there is a freedom in discipline in in that you don't have to think about it it's already done Mm -hmm. you know what you're doing every day I woke up I know I was doing X amount of push-ups twice a day it wasn't a matter of oh do I feel like working out today It 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 wasn't that it was I'm doing 23 push-ups today. I'm doing 25 push-ups today. That kind of thing. So, it's a pretty positive note to start the podcast on, but yeah, I am in a extremely good mood. Because I, 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 I've subsequently been doing that with, with the streaming as well. Whenever we come in the mornings, I just mm-hmm. automatic just go to stream. And now it's mm-hmm. now it's, it's like a habit. The first couple of times, it was like a chore. I was like, oh, I didn't really want to do it. But, you know, I said, let's see if we can knock it out. And now it's... It's nothing. It's like a habit. It's. I mean, I haven't streamed every day for a month, but it's like there's certain triggers. Once once we come in, it's a you know quiet day, nothing going on, automatic stream, without even thinking about it. So there's my uh, there's my good ideas for the day. For those of you that are looking for one, but um yeah, as you can tell, I'm in a good mood. I like what's going on with us. I like everything. That VIVN has, go, has going for it. So, uh, with that, um, there's a, a game that, uh, well, I think it's in beta right now. It kind of dropped mm-hmm. fairly recently. Um, called Splitgate. For those of you uh, that have checked it out or have heard of uh, said game, Splitgate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think the beta is out right now, and um, I played it. I picked it up. I said, you know what? Thumbnail looks interesting. I've heard the name. Let me see what's going on here. 
decided to give it a shot. Decided to give it a shot. Have you have you played it? I haven't, but I've seen videos on of, uh, of it on YouTube, and it was cringeworthy. Yeah. My thoughts on Splitgate is that it's probably best served as a mobile game. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean it to sound to you know, shit on them or whatever. Yeah, because that's definitely not my intention. But the game, it wants to be Halo so bad. It wants to be Halo so bad. And it granted, it, it does have that that cool feature in that the, the, the portals. Yeah, it, it tries to kind of level what we talked about the last, last podcast, which is you know about being original. You know, they found something and they they put their spin on it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't well executed, unfortunately. Because <laughs> just just the gameplay itself, it doesn't feel like a like a AAA title, or it doesn't feel like a, a polished experience at all. So there's that, especially from from because I've been streaming a lot of Halo recently, and coming off of Halo, playing this, I'm like, I would just rather play Halo. Now, granted, the portals do add a, a different element, it adds you know that you know, it adds a little bit of chaos. A bit of chaos, yeah. That, you know, can maybe swing in your favor or otherwise. Or that, I mean, but there's some exploits in there. Like, like the way I've been playing is I would find a nice high spot on one side of the map, kind of close to my spawn. I would put a portal right next to me. And then I'll put a portal in a equally high spot on above their spawn for the most part. So once I'm looking out, I'm shooting you in the face. If you take cover, I look through my portal, and ninety times, like ninety percent of the time, I can see the back of your head. So there's like, there's there's no escape. And seeing I was playing a lot of Halo, my shots weren't missing, and I was just wrecking. Like I played like for first couple of games, like I, I didn't lose anything. Like we're just tearing through these guys. I'm like, this is this is so cheap. This is so. This is terrible. Like, I shouldn't be able to do this and dominate so, so, so you know. So easily. So easily. I, I mean, like, the guns, you know, they... They look like Halo guns. They look like Halo guns. They sound powerful, so I'll give them that. But my issue with it, again, is is, is the similarities to Halo's. Like, it kind of, like, threw me, like, this is cringy. Just like, me. they're adding the whole, you know, double kill, announcer, kill, yeah. the announcer voice kind of thing. And I was like, mm, okay. But they start adding their own, you know, like Halo when you when you get into the killing frenzy and all this stuff, like, it gets crazy and they start going and you know they start mm. saying like Kilimanjaro and you know yeah, yeah. Killianir and all that kind of cool stuff. They go with that off the rip, you know. They, they don't build <laughs> up to that. Yeah. Um. So they, they they go into I think their first one was um what is it kill oh collection agency. <laughs> like, okay, and then the other one was. Kill something else, like they just go to that, like straight. Like after you get two or three kills in a yeah. row, it's like straight into the crazy BS. And it's like it was cooler when Halo did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you, you had to, you had to earn that. Yeah. And when you did, you felt good because you know you're putting bodies in the ground. You yeah. know what I mean? In rapid succession, because that wasn't just you know. Yeah. Because you got a couple kills. Oh. So it was like. Hmm. I don't know, that, 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 that just kind of was like... Uh, I mean, the person I, that I was looking at was on YouTube. They, 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 were, I mean, they were doing well. They were they were destroying people. It's pretty easy to do that in that game. 
it's pretty easy to wreck. Because even with the portals, like you can look through the portals and see what where you, where your portal is at. You can walk through it even. But the enemy looking at your portal, they can't see you. So automatically, your portal is like cover yeah. to a location that you're not even like, and you're not even there. It's it's very exploitable. You can exploit the crap out of it. Now, granted, they can throw grenades in there. They can, you know, sh- actually not in it, but they can destroy your where your portal with a grenade. Mm-hmm. They can shoot in it and shoot you if they think that you're like right there. But ultimately, I mean, I, I, th- I if they do want to continue this game, because I, I don't see this. G- I think that this game has a very short lifespan. Mm-hmm. I don't see it getting very far, unfortunately. But if they are going to continue with it, I think they're the, where they're going to find longevity is, of course, in like the content, like go like the Fortnite route where you're just coming up with a ton of skins a ton of like cool stuff that people are actually gonna like, you know Spend some money yeah cause, uh, cause right now I look at the character skins and they they do not move me mm. at all I mean they have emotes and stuff too but the emotes are also equally as cringy mm. um, so there is I mean they have like skins for weapons skins for like your the jetpack which the jetpack is a colossal waste of time you can't even get high on this thing you just get off the floor for a little bit for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not good at all, to be honest. Um, so ultimately, I mean, right now I'd give this game probably like a three or a four Oof. if I had to rate it. Mm-hmm. And it's just going off the beta. Again, it is the beta, so it's not a complete product you know, project yet. But as for right now, I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna pass on this one. Um, it's, I mean, it's still on my Xbox, but not for long. Not for long. But um, yeah. As far as new games, yeah, um, definitely, definitely want to shine some light on um, new battle royale we kind of bumped into. Yeah, Very I mean, cool. I heard about it, but I didn't know it was this far in development. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it too is in beta. Um, the name of it is. Jeez, forgot already. Oh, I, I no! I, you, you never knew the name of it. I never looked up the name of it. I've but anyway, seen gameplay of it. Dis- despite the name, just to give you guys an idea, it's called Blood Hunt, by the way. Blood Hunt. There you go. It's. Uh, I guess by the name you can kind of get an idea. It's a vampire battle royale game, and it looks phenomenal. It does. You know, it, it's 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 the gameplay is guns based, but you also have powers, vampire powers. So essentially, you know, you. You're jumping around, you're doing high jumps, you're crawling up walls, trying to kill other vampires. And apparently there's NPCs in the game as well, where you can just... Yeah, like homeless people or crackheads or whatever, just yep, just jump on them, suck them dry. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much health packs. Yeah. Just That's your ha- health pack for the game. Have to be people, which is kind of weird to say, but... Yeah, but it's, 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 it's a vampire game, so it's... You know, it's expected. Kind of goes without saying, almost. And yeah, there's different... I mean, I've seen different vampire powers where they're like, kind of go in, you know transparent or invisible and moving around the map mm-hmm. I like I, I love the map yeah the one map that they did show it was great it was very urban Just it's pretty much an urban setting you know buildings alleyways perfect for a vampire game or a game of like that it's just perfect nighttime of course because it's vampires and the ring isn't circular it's yeah the storm or the, the wall that's closing in on you it's not, it's not a circle it's like it's actual walls and they, they come from different angles for the most part so the space that you're playing in isn't always like a perfect circle, mm-hmm. which adds a different element to to battle royales. You know, 
very different. It goes away from the traditional, mm-hmm. you know, circle format. And the cool thing, it, it kind of looks like a big blood wall in a sense. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's all red. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty dope looking. So yeah, I mean uh, the game. I, I mean, I, I on it, it is for PC. It is on beta right now. I think on Steam. However, I haven't seen any console any console release dates yet. Yet. I mean, everyone's um, anticipation is that it's it is going to be on a console eventually. I think I did read somewhere that it did say that it will later. But they, I haven't seen any dates or any yeah. official announcements. So. That's a little concerning, but... No, there's something to look forward to. I think they will. But if not, I mean, that's where the Steam Deck comes in. That's where you need to get a Steam Deck. There you go. For those of you that aren't familiar with the Steam Deck is, check out our last podcast. And check out our YouTube. We posted a YouTube uh, video on it as well. So you can definitely check that out. But, um, yeah, I mean... I like I like the different Battle Royale. I mean, Battle Royale games are doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It's the new trend. You know... A small trend that, that happened was, was the MOBA games coming out, but they kind of uh, that, that trend it wasn't as strong as the the battle royale. Ba- battle royales are they're here to stay. They're you know, and I like I like every different type of battle royale. Honestly, I like I like the fact that they can because I think we you know we spoke about um, the what is it called? But um, uh, the ninja one. Oh yeah. Uh, what's the name of that game? Narika Blood something. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, that that game, you know, it's you know, it's another again Ninja Battle Royale, and it looked pretty good. You know, it's they, that game looks amazing as well too. So mm-hmm. it's like all these different types of battle royale games. Uh, you know, Fortnite didn't really start it, but they they made it popular. I guess. Mm-hmm. Made it cool. PUBG, I think, was one of the first. Yeah. And then Day Z was another one. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the early, early, you know, battle royales that became pretty popular. But I remember back in the day, I used to, I used to watch a lot of Day Z on on Twitch, and I thought I, back then I was I thought that game was like the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Just watching people just lying down on the grass for <laughs> minutes, just hiding from people. I, I, I also thought the game was interesting. Never really. I mean, I played a little bit of it on console, but it's terrible compared to everything that's out there right now. But yeah, I, I played a little bit of it as well too. But I was like, Meh. yeah, yeah, all these different battle royals. It's kind of making me wonder now. Like, remember that um, game that um, Xbox announced, the Vampire mm-hmm. Hunter? Thing? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a battle royal. I don't know. And I wonder if it's meant to compete with this battle royal. And that's why there isn't a console release for that one. I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking ahead. Because if Xbox is coming out with the Vampire Battle Royale. But no, but no, because... No, even if they did, it wouldn't be the same thing. Because this one's you're actually playing as vampires. With the Xbox game that there's no gameplay of, you're kind of hunting vampires. So I don't think it would be the same thing. So I was just kind of putting two and two together. But yeah, vampires are are becoming popular again. Yeah, and you have... They're trending in the right direction. You know, zombies were, were it for a long time. Dominating the space, I still think there's room for a, a good zombie battle royale as well. It would be cool if, if they did a battle, a zombie battle royale where the 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 ring or the the storm is it's zombies. Herds of zombies. Oh, that'd be dope. Who? Why, why hasn't anyone done that yet? I don't know. I had that idea a long time ago, and I was like, oh, that'd be such a cool concept. Well, 
we, we were getting into so the like, game making experience. Like you, could li- you could live in the storm, but you just gotta fight a ridiculous amount of zombies. Well, we're getting into the game making space, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? Something, uh, who knows? Yeah, sky's the limit. Sky is the limit 100% right now because it's just a matter of putting the right team together, getting the right funding, and you're off to the races. So, so there is that. Um, very cool, definitely worth checking out. But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as value like we continue to talk about the value of game pass and this mm. week uh got a couple of drops coming out this week that i'm i must say i'm pretty excited about can't wait pretty excited about these there's, there's i mean there's a couple of games that are coming out that we've been kind of waiting for for a while and some that we we, we didn't expect but they're gonna be dropping this week so yeah, they are yeah first and foremost you know you have your your flight simulator can't wait it's already downloaded ready to go that's gonna be it's gonna be cool to check out. I can't wait, I can't wait to see that again. Flight Simulator is it's this one is done immaculately. You can literally fly anywhere in the world, and the graphics are stupid, <laughs> stupid, retarded. Excuse my French. Just all around, just crazy graphics. Best you you would probably see in any game. So that's one. I'm definitely looking. Definitely want to check it out on. On, um, on the TV here, right? On the TV here, we have Oh there. man, I can't wait! Can't wait! Oh, well, that means I, that means I would have to download it. I gotta make space for it. Yep. Yep. Do what you gotta do, sir. Consider it done. Then there's a game uh, that looks kind of cool called uh, Omno. Yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, it's coming out this month as well. It's um, it seems like a cool little game. It has its, uh, you know, it's like the platformer kind of world, you know. You're kind of exploring this lost world type thing. Um, graphically, it looks pretty cool. It looks like one of those games that puts you in a nice, calm state. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your, your Ori, if you will, but it's 3D and it's a platformer, so. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe not. I'm not sure. If we're not, if we're not busy flying around the world, right? If we're not busy flying around the world. And then there was another game that I was not expecting, but I, I had no idea it even existed. But I think you said you there's a version of it that came out before. Um, this one's called Lethal League. Yes. Blaze. Yes. It looks like a somewhat of a dodgeball type game that's two D. It's a very unique concept where you. It's like you're. It's like a fighting game where you're you're you're. One on one, I think. I think there is also multiplayer, but you're, you can hit the person, but there's also a ball on the screen where you can hit as well. So it's like you're, and I guess there's different game modes where, you know, that more feature the ball where you have to hit, use the ball to hit targets, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's, a, it's 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 if you combine fighting and dodgeball. Yeah, is essentially the best way I could describe it. Looks interesting. Looks, you know. And like like I like you mentioned, there, I think that if I I don't think it was the, the original version of this game. I think came out a while back. I saw it. Thought it looked interesting. Um, but I think this I think they created one a, a version for for Xbox now that you know looks dope. It has you know the, the cel cel shaded graphics. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty cool looking game, I must say. Very interesting cast of characters now as well. Interesting cast of characters, and guess what? It's coming to Game Pass. It's free. Yep. Might as well check it out. Might as well check it out. But no, the ge- no reason not to. 
Yeah. But the game I'm most excited about that's coming out next week, or this week rather, is The Ascent. Mm-hmm. The Ascent is coming out this week, and I've been waiting for this game is, ever is, since I saw it. Is this week? Um, what's today's date? Yeah, it's coming out this week. Huh. Ascent is coming out this week, yep. And I can't wait. Yeah. Since I saw this game, I was like, looks pretty dope. Can't wait to check it out. And it's finally here. And it looks kind of like your Diablo meets Borderlands meets, you know, Cyberpunk, if you will. Mm-hmm. I did see a deep dive on it uh, the other day. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I'm looking, I'm, I, I, too, am looking forward to it. Um, before when I heard the name and everything, I was like, okay, it looks cool, whatever. But I've seen the deep I, I, I Actually, I fell asleep during the deep dive, so mm. I, I need to go back and watch it. Not because it was boring or anything like that. <laughs> Is that uh, I, I was watching it pretty late at night, you know, and but everything I, I saw until I fell asleep, I was very intrigued by, you know, other ideas for what they had planned for the game and everything. And I was like, the game looks dope, and it, the graphics are solid. Graphics are solid. Graphics are solid. So those are four uh, releases that I'm looking forward to. Uh, come this week. Um, for, they're all coming to Game Pass, and if you have Game Pass. You are getting all these games day one. You can even go on right now and download them. Mm-hmm. You can go on right now, pre-download these games, pre-install them, so that day one you're off to the races, running, no waiting, none of that. And guess what? If you have a VIVN lounge membership, you can come here and play them. Mm-hmm. Or even if you don't have a membership, you can just come here and check it out. So that's what we got going on, and I'm, I'm excited about these games. Pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, one other thing uh, before we take before we take a little break. Uh, I don't know if yeah yeah I did I did I did send it to you, the the Chucky trailer. Yep. Uh, for those of you that are unaware, me and my brother, kind of big Chucky fans. Yeah. Didn't didn't start out life that way, but it slowly became that. It's been a big part of our life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, and by Chucky, you know Chucky Child's play, evil yep. voodoo doll, yep. that guy. On my, you know, on my work keys, I have a Funko Pop of Chucky. There you go. So Chucky is actually, you know, he had a movie recently that you know was hit and miss for some people. Some people like the new take on Chucky. Some people not so much. Some people was like, it's not that's not my Chucky. I can kind of agree. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my Chucky. I didn't see that character and think Chucky, but. I still enjoyed the movie, nevertheless. For what it was, yeah. For what it, what it was. But fair not, because Chucky, Chucky we know and love and grew up with, is getting his own sci-fi show, which has been in the works for a very long time. A very long time, and it's finally officially has a, a trailer. Yeah, they got a trailer. They dropped a trailer this week of, um, of Chucky. And uh, my thoughts initially was like, okay, it's cool, it looks... It's very reminiscent of the early Chucky days, mm-hmm. as far as you know. His look, his look. He doesn't have. He's not all. He's not Frank and Chucky with all the the scars, and scars which and I still like. Still like as well too. I still like Frank and Chucky, but it's back to untouched. You know, clean cut, clean cut Chucky, if you will. Early days. Um, the CG could be better. Yes, I, 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 some of the CG scenes, I was like. Mm. Could be better. I wish I had a better budget. But, nevertheless, I'll still watch it. I still like, you know, the look of everything, the feel of everything. Um, 
it's kind of weird seeing a you know teenage boy in this day and age walking around with a doll, but mm-hmm. it like is it, what it is. Yeah, um, and I know they're going to be tackling some tough issues in this one, apparently. Because apparently, from what I understand, the main character is supposed to be gay. And struggling with being gay and coming out and, you know, ridicule and stuff like that. And he's walking around with a Chucky doll. And, yeah, so I'm... I'm, I'm it could be really good or really bad, in my, in my opinion. Because I, you know... The Chucky we all grew up and, lo- you know, love... Potty mouth, potty mouth, Chucky. You know he, he a bit of ha- a bully, bit of a he may, yeah, he dick. may, ha- he may. I, it would, it would, it, you would expect that Chucky to really lay into this guy. You give know, him a hard time, kind of a thing. Give him a hard time. But I think I don't know. I, I if they did that, it'd probably be in bad taste. It would be in very bad taste, and I feel like, you know, they'll be hit with every cancel this show, from every. <laughs> Organization with a lot of letters, you know what I mean. Mm. So, that being said, I feel like they might, you know, make Chucky more soft and more, you know, understanding. Understanding, and I mean, it's if they wrong. build towards it, sure, that'd be great to see that arc and Chucky. But if he just starts out the bad kind like that, then that's, it'd be a, good, that's a good point. Maybe, maybe he builds towards it. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's going to be quite the interesting show. I mean, and I, the, thing, the, the thing about it is it's not it's not a Chucky movie. This is, a, this is an actual TV show. Yeah. So that's interesting. You're going to be getting... Getting a lot more Chucky and, you know... And the cool thing is, you know, if it, if it actually does well, there could be multiple seasons. Like, they could be... Chucky could be a thing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been a long time since Chucky's been a thing, and he could legit be a thing now. Yeah. Interested to see where they take it. Uh, yeah, the name of the show is Chucky too. It's not even Child's Play. Yeah, straight up Chucky. That's what's up. I, I, it's gonna be interesting to see how how, how he progresses throughout the show, and if it does have multiple seasons, how it's actually gonna go, and if he eventually becomes Frank and Chucky again, if you know, that's a thing. Mm, there you go. So, but yeah, I think that. Well, I think also in the story how it goes is they're they're kind of re. I don't know how they're gonna do it because. It's supposed to be a continuation slash reboot in a sense. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, I if don't you remember know. how the last movie ended. Well, last movie with the, with Chucky. Oh yes, that's, that's what. That's why. Yes, he did kind of take over someone's body eventually, or no? There's, there's multiple Chucky's now. Yes, right? there's multiple Chucky's, and apparently the one that got one one of those multiple Chucky's got mailed to that kid. And that's what the show is. I think is based on. So I mean, there's other Chucky's out there. But with that, like, I don't remember how the movie was, but which one is actual Charles Lee Ray? I'm not sure, but it's weird because in the movie, I don't think the other ones talked. No. They didn't. So maybe they're kind of out there, but Charles Lee Ray put himself in an actual, like a new doll, and that's the one that's continuing? I don't know. I'm not sure. But we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Kind of if you want to go back and watch the other one, the movie. Yeah, maybe I will. If they're actually continuing that. We'll I, I wouldn't mind the reboot, to be honest. Just a fresh take. Just start over. But it is what it is. We'll see. We'll watch it. And for those of you into that, you know, we'll maybe we'll talk about it on here if you know. Who knows? Maybe if it's good enough. But 
on that note, we'll uh, we'll take a quick little break. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll get into some fight talk. All right, guys. This is the last code for the giveaway. I hope you guys have been enjoying this. Hope you guys have been getting your codes, entering them in, because this is the last one. So, best of luck to you guys. The the number is I B D X E A. Code again. I B D X E A. Enter that into the giveaway code into the giveaway link. Get some additional entries for you guys. You're welcome. Best of luck to you guys. Hopefully you guys had a good time with this. I know we sure did. You're welcome. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. About to get into some fight talk. Uh, Quite the eventful uh, weekend, actually. Yeah. I mean, this UFC um, fight night definitely delivered. There was a number of... Of barn burners, yeah. Yeah, sure. like... The fights that happened this weekend, for UFC in particular, I mean, most of them were pretty competitive and at a high level at that, so... Mm-hmm. We'll just dive straight in. First off, on the prelims... Um, well, even the first fight of the prelims, mm-hmm. with Hannah Goldie, and... um. Yeah, I mean, you take one look at these two. You look at Goldie. She's ripped. She's shredded. Built like a brick house. And you look at um, Belbita. And you're like, meh. You know, not a very muscular build. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man. Goldie got this. In my, in my, like, I even said it, you know, before the fight. I'm like, While we were watching it, yeah. I don't. I don't see Bobito winning this. I like nowhere, no way. I mean, somebody like me should know better and say stuff like that. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that was that like stuff like that is, is said by casuals mostly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't give Bobito the, the benefit of the doubt of, of her, her her experience, but man, they really showed in the fight. I mean, Goldie was just you know throwing. I mean, she she had the kickboxing experience and she was it showed like. That high kick was landing every time she threw it. Every time. Which, you know, if she just put a little sting on it, I think the fight would have been probably over a lot. Yeah, and, and Belbito was more fluid, too. She was more crisp with her movement. She was, you know, fluid and... She had better boxing. Better, yeah. Smoother the boxing. Uh, Goldie was a little bit stiff. I mean, the kick was landing, but mm-hmm. she was a bit stiff in, in her approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, Belbito was more active, and she, she eked out the, the decision, so good on her. And then uh, Sajara Eubanks, who yeah. was a must-win situation for her, um, yeah. actually delivered. Yeah, we we spoke about her last. I think it was last week. Yeah, we're saying how she's you know, um, yeah, she's definitely on her. Uh, she was definitely on her way out of the UFC because, you know, if she lost this one. Her her wins and losses have been the same. Mm-hmm. You know, so she not, seven and seven, but now she's eight and seven, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she, sorry, no, she's, it'd have been 
it'd have been seven and yeah, if she lasts. Mm-hmm. But now she's eight and six. Yeah, math was a little off. So she's starting to but, um, yeah, no separation, and, and it was actually pretty impressive. I must say, I was impressed with her her performance a little bit. Her performance was really good. She it's looked the best she ever looked. She looked the best she's ever looked. Um, and she was violent with that TKO too. Yeah, she was definitely. You know, she really messed up uh, uh, Reed's eye. Yeah, at I mean, least she, she was very aggressive with the ground upon, and one of those elbows just landed right in the eye socket, right mm-hmm. in the orbital. So, mm-hmm. it, it swelled up pretty bad. I hope there's nothing broken in there, but it was a pretty. pretty I looked pretty nasty. Felt bad for her, but this is a fight game. What can you do? And then um, Arce versus yeah. Ewell. Who Arce versus Ewell? Pretty high level fight, I must say. Mm-hmm. For as long as it lasted. For as long as it lasted, um, Arce did his thing. Got the got the KO on um, Ewell. Good for them. And then uh, Mickey Gall versus Jordan Williams, which. This one was pretty intriguing because, you know, Jordan Williams, you know, we know him for having diabetes and not having to cut weight, but he actually got a nutritionist and got his weight down enough so he can, he can drop down to welter. Mm-hmm. And going up against Mickey Gall was uh, definitely a step up in competition from what he's faced in the past. And uh, Mickey Gall is just, this he, is, he, he's, he's hit his next level. Yeah, he showed that he is not just a submission guy anymore. He, he had some good stand-up and... Even though I mean his strength is his is, is his ground game. So once it got there, that's that's pretty much all. Yeah, it was you know. But his stand up was looking clean, and they're saying he's training. He's training with um, Mike Brown now, okay. or Matt Brown. Sorry, Matt Brown. Yes, the immortal one, the immortal Matt Brown. So well, obviously, it shows he he's you know his stand up is a little bit more crisp, more violent. You know, he's definitely looking like he could be a contender in the welterweight division. It's gonna be cool to see you know who he fights next and. What's next with Mickey Gall? Definitely, definitely someone to look out for. And then, of course, you had um, Imanov versus Heinish. Yep, Imanov. Imanov, sorry. Versus Heinish. Another Dagestani, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He, he's he's from Dagestan, but I think he trains in in France. I think they said. Mm. Um, against Ian Heinish, of course. Uh, I was rooting for Heinish, my guy. Yeah. Um, didn't go his way. It didn't. But Heinish was just tough. But Imavov was just crisp. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of high-level stuff happened. This mm-hmm. And this yeah. is just the prelims. This is just the prelims. Yep. This is just the prelims. But Imavov just... He had some clean striking. Clean striking. Had some. Had a good jab, too, he was working with. He was just doing his thing, and he was piecing up Heinish, man. Heinish didn't have much Didn't have much of an answer for him. You, you could tell you... But he, it's not for lack of trying, though, because he was definitely mm. putting his best foot forward there, but... Ultimately, Imavov did his thing. Second round. Got game. him out of there in the second. Yep. And then uh, another great fight. You had um, Sauriano mm-hmm. versus Brilliant. Allen. Um, Brendan Allen just uh, did work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I was rooting for Soriano, but... I was, this one was so back and forth. I was pretty convinced this was going to be fight of the night. Um, I mean, Allen was landing some really bad body kicks on on Soriano. Yeah, he was destroying his left side. Is it left side? Yeah. Yes, it was his left side. He's just eating him up, and he just he just keep taking him. He just took him. He just kept coming. He's just a tough guy. He, he had a you know tough first round, but he was pretty good there. He slowed down a little bit in the second. He came back in the third, just being 
aggressive, but he, he was eating punishment the whole time, though. That's Soriano. Mm-hmm. And Allen was just, just crisp, just clean. Mm-hmm. Just had combinations for him. Just had these body kicks. I was just eating them up. Body kicks were terrible. But he took them. Took every last one of them. Went all the way to the decision. So good on him for, you know, enduring all that punishment. But, yeah, like a lot of this, – this fight card just shortened a lot of, lot of, lot of lives. <laughs> there were some wars. A lot of these fights were some, some wars. dog fight, drug out, drug out wars. So. And then my, my favorite fight of the night. Yeah, most definitely. Adrian Yanez versus Randy Costa. In the bantamweight division, I mean, this was probably the highest level of mixed martial arts. I mean, I know Cormier – Said that about about another fight that um closer to the, the yeah, main he, event. But he did, and I, I I I disagreed. But to me, this fight was this fight was uh, was, was at least high. for striking. Mm-hmm. As far as striking in in, in MMA, the bantamweight division, this was high, 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 high level. I mean, Giannis is known for his boxing. He's known to be the clean, crisp boxer. Has good counters. Has good mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. good combinations. But man, he ran into a buzz of Randy Costa. Costa was just—I I was so impressed with Costa. Very. I mean, I was—I was rooting for Giannis. Don't get me wrong, but Costa was just looking clean, like high-level striking mm-hmm. at his best. I mean, he had a jab that was just finding the money. That jab was eaten all night, no problem. And Giannis was just taking it, and it, it was. I, th- I thought it was pretty close to being stopped in the first, maybe. Mm-hmm. Tough through it. And in second round. Rightfully so, because I guess, you know, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say Costa slowed down. I mean, he did slow down, but not. He slowed down a little bit, but noticeably. Not, like, yeah, it wasn't significantly like that. And, and But I think what enough. made the difference was the body, body attacks. Mm-hmm. Giannis went to the, started going to the body, and he was just eating them up. And then the, la- the last four at the end of the fight, he, he, he got a 1-2. Hooks to the body mm-hmm. either side, right hook, left hook to the body, and that no left hook, right hook, and that right, that that left hook that landed landed straight to the liver. Mm-hmm. Seized him up. He came up with an uppercut right after came that. Up, right, and that was it. He, he was seized. He wasn't moving anywhere. Violent, violent stuff. And Giannis just squeezed out another win. And this is again some of the highest level mixed martial arts. You, you guys, yeah, yeah, even though Randy Costa lost, I don't think he lost. No, his stock went up to me. Yep, he will definitely be back. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see him fight again. I, I feel sorry for Eddie, who, who he fights next. Whoever yes. gets Randy Costa next, Godspeed, because this guy is no joke. And eventually, I think he's gonna make his way back to Giannis. Well, 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 you know, well, maybe one of the title, yeah, yeah, something. But yeah, that division is scary. Then we had a women's fight. You know, yep. Miranda Maverick versus Macy Barber. Um, it was uh, for me. It was like your typical, well, not typical, but it was like your women's fight that not a whole lot going on. You know, a lot of you know trying to counter and implement your game plan the best you can. And then mm-hmm. Macy started doing a little more wrestling, closing the distance and wrestling, some grappling. I mean, I wouldn't say wrestling, more grappling. Yeah. Like, you know, some clinch work, standing up. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't that exciting, and but it was enough to get a split decision victory because it was, it was, 
uneventful enough where you know I guess judges just had to decide somebody had to win. So I guess. Yeah. I mean, I hate to shit on the fight like that because you know there were, these are two warriors that are laying it all out there. But and the, the, as far as their division goes, they're they seem to be the ones that you know everyone's having a lot of hype behind both of them actually. Mm-hmm. As far as being the next flyweight, you know, contender, but. Honestly, unfortunately, they didn't show it. Neither one showed it. Neither one showed it, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, I would say Macy Barber showed heart in terms of, you know, able to gutting it out. Yeah. yeah. But neither one of them are beating the champ. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. It's true. They ain't, they ain't beaten. Mm-mm. Not happening. But anyway. Then the featherweight division. Darren Elkins. Yep. Versus Derek Minner. Which, oh man, Elkins is just that guy. He's 100% that guy. This guy knows how to grind it out, tough it out, and breaks people. I mean, you could be beating the, the, the brakes off of him. Mm-hmm. You got you to bloody look, him up. You got to kill him. Yep, to get him out of there. You got to put him out or something because he, he, he will keep going. And he puts a pace on that that just breaks guys because you're hitting him with all these heavy shots. You're doing so much damage to him. He's bleeding all over the place, but he just would not stop coming. And he puts on a pace that just steals your soul. Very reminiscent of um Diaz brothers. The Diaz brothers, but man, performance of the night. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he I mean, I, I hate. He, he reminds me of Chris Lieben in the like, he just takes damage, but he's like. A better version of Chris Lieben and that mm-hmm. he, he gets those wins. You know what I mean? I mean, Chris Lieben got wins, of course, but you know, for later down in Chris Lieben's career, he was just a punching bag, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Darren Elkins, even though he takes damage, which his name says, you know, his his nickname is the the, the damage. Um, he definitely finds that he has that that heart that just cuts through the damage and all the pain and gets it done. Finds a way to win. He gets it done. Good on him. Yep. Happy for him. Because he's getting up there in age, too, so. It's kind of like now or never as far as being mm-hmm. a contender or champion, so. Yep. We'll see. We and will then, see. Um, the biggest upset of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, close. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's close. He was one of them. But uh, Kyler Phillips versus P- Pavia. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler, I guess, you know, that. I felt like this this was supposed to be his coming out fight to like you know yeah to solidify his name as as a contender, and he de- he definitely showed a lot in this fight. Yeah, I mean he he had Pavia stumbling all over the place in the first round. He was he's so he's just a creative striker. He's like he's so good. He just kept dropping him. He is high 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 level like like Cormier was saying. This is the one Cormier was saying is you know the highest level of mixed martial arts, which it was good, it was great you know great especially from Kyler Phillips. Kyler Phillips was just showing that. He is a world, world, world-class um, striker. Or mixed martial artist, rather, because, you know. Mm. But Pavia was just tough. Tough, gutted it out. Gutted it out and came back in the third. And he, he was, and he was, you know, he started landing, you know. He started mm-hmm. doing his thing. Which, it, Kyler came out of the gates hot. He won the first, but I guess the uh, judges gave uh, Pavia the last two. Because he was just gutting it out, enduring. Uh, at least two out of the three judges did. Yeah, at least two of the three other judges did, so... Good for him. I mean, I, I was uh, th- that was a big, big win on his part because now he's now he's a name now because he just beat the guy that was supposed to be the, the next guy, you know. So 
good for you, Pavia. And, you know, he's one of those hard-nosed guys. You know, he's, he's from Brazil. But he said he came, he came to the U.S. and he, he didn't come to play, you know. All he does is train and work. So I'm guessing he still works for a job somewhere. Uh, it's, pro it's probably like some kind of a hard-nosed job because he, he's, he's that kind of blue-collar guy that he's, you know. And um, I, I, I didn't, I, I was, I don't remember what the, when the judges were, were scoring the cards, but clearly, I think it looks like either either one or two of the judges may have seen it as a draw, because mm. it was a, it was a more majority decision as a, as opposed to a split decision. Got you. So that <laughs> means that, yeah, that means that one of them saw it as a draw, as a draw, and two of them, well, one side one way, one side the other way. Well, no, not man. necessarily. No, it, it, it could be one side as a draw and two side that he won. Mm. That's still a majority, no? I thought we considered a majority. Unless two sides as a draw and one side that he won. There you go. There is that. Because that first one could have easily been a 10-8 for real. It makes sense. So, yeah, maybe technically it was supposed to be a draw. But that one judge just doesn't believe in 10-8s, I guess. I guess so. Changes the whole game. Once you start including those 10-8s. But, anywho... The main event, of course, Corey Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. And this, too, was, again, high-level mixed martial arts. You saw Corey Sanhagen. This was, again... Supposed to be his coming-out fight. Supposed to be his coming-out party. And this is the TJ Dillashaw coming back off of, you know, coming mm -hmm. off the couch. Off of uh, his suspension for, you know, PEDs and whatnot. And both guys were showing heart, showing toughness, showing grit. But uh, in the first... Was it the first or no, the second round? Was it the first or second round? I think it was the first round. It was the first round. It was there very was a, early. Some grappling exchanges happened on the floor. TJ Dillashaw got his leg in a weird spot. He, he was, you know, wasn't in any rush to get his leg out of there. Eventually, Sanhagen San San did some work and popped his put it in an awkward position and popped it. And I saw it when it happened and I realized nobody, nobody said anything. Mm -hmm. They said it kind of after, the, but they, they didn't find the right clip of when it actually happened. Mm -hmm. But it was in an awkward, awkward position. And TJ was not quite the same since that, after that. Nope. He slowed down significantly. He wasn't putting any weight in it. It's like, wondering, man, how bad is it? I thought it was going to be over in the second round for sure. And he toughed it out. He toughed it out. Toughed out the third round. Toughed out the fourth round. Toughed out the fifth round. He made it to the end of the fight, which surprised me. Mm -hmm. um, and he also got a pretty nasty cut as well. Yeah. He got a cut. His split right between his nose and his eyebrow, like mm -hmm. right in there. And it was deep, like it's a like deep, deep, deep gash, which he said he had before, and he got it in training, mm -hmm. and he keeps opening back up, which is, ugh, it's a rough, it's a rough cut place to get a cut, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And he has those eyebrows that kind of stick out a lot, so it's like mm -hmm. it looks a lot, it's like it's very deep. Yeah. But um, all, all in all, I think Sanhagen did work. For the entirety of the fight, Sanhagen was working. Mm -hmm. Granted, they got in some grappling exchanges. He did get take, he did get taken down uh, two or three times, maybe, but yeah, he popped right back up. He got taken down a few times, but he popped right back up. He did get landed on a few times too, but he didn't really take a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the fight, one guy was completely bloody, big nasty cut, you know, limping, and the other guy was still ready to go. And the guy that was limping, they gave it to TJ Dillashaw. Which I do not agree with. I disagree with completely. Uh, a lot, not a lot of people, but some people are saying, you know, it's it's it was a robbery, and I agree with that. I think Corey Sanhagen did more than enough to to win the fight. Granted, Tia Dillashaw did work, and I think going into the fifth, it was two two two. 
And he just did enough in the fifth. And I think he did enough in the fourth to, to win it. But they still give it to TJ Dillashaw, which I, I don't I, I don't I don't see it. Granted, TJ I was rude for TJ Dillashaw. Dillashaw showed heart. And he showed that like after like the third or four, after the fourth round, he was like he just stopped worrying about his knee and he was just he was even throwing kicks off and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy, like he's he's really getting it out. Hats off to him, but at the same time, I think Sanhagen did did the most work. I think he was the most active. Maybe not in the grappling ex- grappling exchanges, but definitely in the striking. Landed Even flying, moving backwards, landed a flying knee, landed a couple landed standing knees, a couple knees. Mm-hmm. One of them being a flying knee at that, and again he just was putting the work on TJ Dillashaw, and I think he got robbed. It's unfortunate, but it happens in in this game, man. You gotta, you gotta, so you gotta get the judges out of it. Like you gotta put them, put yourself in a position where the judges don't, you know have to make a decision on your fight because you just never know, man, especially when mm-hmm. it's close. Mm-hmm. You never know what they're looking for. You never know what they see. It's just just one of those things, man. Just one of those things. I feel bad for him. I do. But he'll definitely be back. And I, I all of this, what's happening is they're, they're, they're turning Corey Sanhagen into a future monster, in my opinion, because he was, he was already good. Mm-hmm. And that lost that lost to Sterling, made him come back even better. Mm-hmm. And I think this loss to TJ Dillashaw, he's gonna come out. I feel sorry for the next other fights him. Yep, he's gonna come out as a, as a finisher now. Mm-hmm. And I think they 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 walk in the beast, and now they're gonna have to deal with it, because that guy is definitely your next well future champion. Yeah, maybe not the next one, but he's definitely your future champion. And all these losses, they're just gonna make him better. Just gonna make him better. It's gonna make him stronger. So, definitely look out for him because he's they're just making a monster out of that guy. But like I said, good card. It was um, super exciting. A lot of the fights were, were really really good. Enjoyed them a lot. Um, coming up uh, this weekend, of course, we do have uh, another UFC fight night. Um, this one's pretty interesting. A couple of notable fights on here. Uh, let me see who we got. Who we got? See a couple of people that I know. Well, of course, the the main card. Well, yeah. Well, the main event, of course. Yeah, let's start mm-hmm. with that. The main, the main event, of course, is Uriah Hall versus Sean, Sean Strickland. Strickland. It's gonna be a barn burner. That's gonna be a good one. Uriah Hall's starting to come out, to come out of his own, and you know, do his thing. And you know, he's always been, you know, a high level guy. Everyone's always seen him as as. That guy, but he just seemed to never be able to put it together mentally. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's a fan, finally doing that. So, good on him for that. Um, you got Sam Alvey fighting on the main card as well. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Yaya. Yep, Chris Dacus. Yep. Uh, kind of a, of a lesser card, but, you know, mm-hmm. still got some fights I want to see. Brian Barbarino. Kai Kamaka. Got to win that one. He got to win that one. Yep. So yeah, we'll definitely. Oh, Nico Montano. Oh yeah. So yeah, a couple couple of good fights on there. And of course, you know well, Ashley Yoder's on there as well too. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely watch it. We'll definitely bring it to you guys, like we always do. This fight game is just super super interesting. Definitely love to watch, but um. 
Other news, there was mm. a, a BKFC card this weekend as well. Um, yeah. Not that notable. The only notable things on there, of course, is that Paige Van Zandt versus um, Rachel Asevich. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fought. It was a pretty pretty even fight for the most part. But ultimately, Asevich did enough to win. Enough to win a decision, which eventually lost to when she fought her in the UFC. Paige beat her in the UFC. Now she got she avenged that loss. So good on her. Um, a lot of well, not a lot of people, but a few people are saying you know, there was time for Paige to you know, why is she even doing bare knuckle boxing exactly. and all that. But exactly. she's she's getting paid. Let's be honest. They're they're they're, yeah. they're paying her a ton of money to do it. But she can get. But she's she's pretty enough to get paid other ways. Th- this is true. This is true. But both of them actually, both of them are, mm-hmm. are, are bombshells. To do bare knuckle, it's like oof. why? These are pretty faces that if you if you stay there, some eventually you're gonna you're gonna run into a brick wall, mm-hmm. and somebody's gonna make that face not so pretty anymore. But that's what the girls want to do. Let them do it. I say. Who are we, right? Who are we? And uh, Blueface, for those that care, Blueface won his fight as well. Yeah. That is whatever. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean he. I haven't seen the fight, but um, he definitely won, so that's got to say something. You know, yeah, it, was, it was a decision, so it was nothing major. So, but um, yeah, did enough to win a, a decision. But is he gonna make this a career out of it now? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. We'll see what happens. But um, in other UFC news, getting back to UFC stuff, I mean, a couple of headlines, a couple uh, things going on that you know that I found very interesting. They all kind of tie into each other. And one was Michael Chandler calling out Justin Gaethje, I guess, saying that, you know, Gaethje doesn't want to fight him. I don't know if you heard about this. I saw Chandler did an interview, and I meant to watch it, but I didn't. But I what's going on with Gaethje? Because he's been out for so long, he's not. Mm-hmm. he's been ca- kind of quiet, too. So, apparently, Chandler, I guess UFC is trying to make that fight between Gaethje and Chandler. Which, remember, I, I, I remember mm-hmm. on the podcast, I said that's the next fight for both of them. Mm-hmm. This is, and this is like months ago now. Yeah. However, um, what's preventing that fight is Dustin Poirier. How so? Uh, well, I guess I kind of have to go back to kind of understand what's going on. It's not, it's not, it's not very complicated. Um, so, well, Dustin Poirier, um, for those who don't know, made a lot of money fighting Connor. Pretty well documented. Connor literally made Dustin Poirier. Uh, well, the last numbers that came out, he made five million base, and then pay per view number pay per view. He made money on the pay per view buys as well, mm-hmm. which was tallying up to another twelve million or something like that. So he's he's good when it comes to money. He he literally doesn't need to fight anymore, but he probably still will. He's still under contract, and I think he got. I think there was some kind of deal that they were him and the UFC was working out that if he finished Connor, he would he would have gotten that deal kind of thing, mm. and you know. Even though it was a leg broke, it still is a finish. So that's his contract now, where he's going to be making that kind of money. Um, Five mil base? I think so, yeah. Good on him. Something along those lines. I'm, I'm not. That's 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 John Jones' money right there. Yes. Poirier is making good money now. Um, however, it it still seems like you know fighting Connor is you know that's the money fight. It's, it's always going to be the money fight. Um, so you can't blame him for wanting that fight again, even though he he's won two times now. 
He's he's win. He's he won the trilogy essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know it's you know it ended the way it ended, you know, there is still an argument to be made that if you, you, could, you could do a fourth fight. And Dana White's already showing interest in doing it anyway. Dana White's showing interest in it. Poirier's showing interest in it. Obviously, Conor's showing interest in it. So that fight's gonna happen. So it, it essentially that fight seems like it's gonna happen. But the right thing to do, I guess, would be Poirier versus Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Poirier can go for the belt. That's what's happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And that's still, from what I understand, or from Oliveira's standpoint, that's happening in December. Why did you say from Oliveira's standpoint? Because that's what Oliveira said. He <laughs> said, he, you know, if, if he gets his way, this fight is happening in December, kind of thing. Okay. And a lot of people took that article and was like, okay, the fight's happening in December. But nothing's signed on paper yet. Now, why I bring all that up is to get back to Gaethje and Chandler. Gaethje, if you're in Gaethje's shoes, Gaethje's doing the right, uh, he technically is doing the right thing. In that, you know, Chandler's like, well, why why doesn't Gaethje want to fight me? Why doesn't Gaethje want to fight me? But, if Connor and Dustin fight, that leaves Oliveira without a fight. Who are they going to put in that position to fight for the belt? If Poirier is, is busy mixing up with Connor, which if you look at it, if that fight is going to happen between Connor and Poirier, that's almost a whole year out almost because of yeah. the injury and everything like that. That's why I thought Poirier would fight somebody in between there. He probably won't. He's probably going to wait for that fight because if he. If he fights, and he's the champion, it would be bad on the UFC to give Conor a straight title fight. So as long as long as Dustin doesn't have the belt, you know, it makes sense to, to, put to, 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 to put him against Conor still. So the issue is, you know, if, if that fight's a whole year out, Oliveira wants to fight now. As I said, Oliveira wants to fight in December. So if, if Conor and, and, and Poirier is going to fight... Gaethje's like, well, you know, Oliveira's going to need a, 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 a fight. And I think right now, Oliveira, uh, if Gaethje is, is ranked number three. So, I think his, his rank should fall. Because he hasn't fought in almost true. a year. I, I agree. But based on the rankings, he, he is next in line if Dustin doesn't want it. So that's why he's not signing to fight Chandler. Because once he's on that contract, then they're going to have to stick somebody else in that, in, in that for that fight. Mm. He's he, he's trying to put his name in the hat to get the title fight, you know what I mean? Yeah, can't say you blame him. You know, he's, why why Gaethje is not gonna sign anything until Dustin signs something first. Yeah, I, like whenever like and I got all this info from you know my guy Jesse on fire. He has it well well doc. He had two he has two videos that has it well documented, well broken down. So I guess people were getting on his case. And he's like, you can bet money right now that you won't hear any, you won't hear Gechi sign anything until Dustin signs first. Until that happens, don't look for Gechi. The, the 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 challenge though with with that is Gechi is like, you don't get better at something by not doing it. True. And he's not been doing it for a while. True. But, but, to but, then put yourself in a title fight, I mean. If you if you're all about you know making your money, he's been in some wars though. 
So time off for him is is never a bad thing. I feel. Yeah, that's a good point. He's been in some wars. He needs, that's a good point. He needs, he needs to heal that brain. There is that. You know. So yeah, that that's 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 pretty much how that the whole lightweight division is mixed up right now. They're wait, you know, they're Gaethje's waiting for Dustin. Uh, it looks like Dustin's waiting for Connor, and Oliveira's waiting for somebody. Because the minute, you know, if I, I, could, I could even see if if they're not careful, if, if Gaethje's not careful, they could probably even stick Chandler in against Oliveira oh, no. again. Oh no, they just fought. Fight. Yeah, that's right. They just fought. He just got wrecked. So yeah, so yeah, that's what Gaethje's. That's, that's, that's essentially what Gaethje's trying to do. He's trying to get that fight. Get trying to get that championship fight. He's trying to. Etch his way in there. Oliver is clamoring for a fight. And Chandler... Chandler's also... I, I don't know. I mean, if... Chandler's trying to... You know, get that fight with... With, with, with Gaethje. Because I guess, you know... He's trying to get his... Trying to get back up to that number two spot, obviously. So, obviously, you're gonna... You're gonna say, you know... Oh, he, he doesn't want to fight me and all these, you know... He's trying to force Gaethje to... To come out. To come out, but... Gaethje's doing the right thing and... Well, right thing... For him. For him, you know... To try to stick around, wait, wait for Dustin. Wait to see what Dustin does. Mm-hmm. Whatever Dustin does will determine. And that shows you again. Dustin has the division. Even the, even though he's not the champion, Dustin the Poirier has the division unlocked. Mm-hmm. It's, it's his division. You know, he he literally controls the division. He's holding all the cards. He's holding all the cards, and he's not even the champion. Dustin is is in the best spot I've seen in any fighter, except for Ringano. <laughs> but yeah, there's those fighters. Those fighters are starting to emerge where they're, and and that's and that, to me that's the way to do it. Stop all this talking and oh, what you just think you deserve, what you you know believe you deserve, earn it. People like Francis Ngannou, people like Dustin Poirier, they've earned their spot. People like Conor McGregor, they earned their spots. You know, and they're undeniable now. They're under. They're literally in that spot where they're undeniable, where the UFC has to like pay attention to them. They have to do real negotiating. With the other fighters, the UFC pretty much does what they want. Exactly. But with these guys, they can't just do what they want. Nope. They can't. And they're going to have to come with that money. And that, that's how you get more pay people. Yep. You don't complain about it. You don't cry and moan. You, you, you put your nose to the grindstone and you work. Put in that Granted, granted I'm not saying these guys aren't working. These guys are, are out there busting their ass fighting. It's a tough gig. But it's a tough gig that you signed up for. Other things that you can be doing, it's the gig that you signed up for. So you, these are the rules that you have to play by. And if you want to beat them, you got to put yourself in an undeniable position. Yep. And that's it, period. Once you put yourself in an undeniable position, they, again, it is in the name, undeniable. Yep. they got to pay attention to you. And Khabib was there too. Mm-hmm. He did the thing. Khabib earned his, earned his way as well. And the thing is, if Khabib ever decides to come back, you know Dana White has to back up that brain truck. Yep. Which I'm sure he was trying to do before he got him back anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, if Dana, if, if if Khabib ever decides yeah, he wants to come back, or even puts that in the atmosphere, you know Dana White's going to come correct. Mm-hmm. And again, like these are the guys that are, like, are calling their own shots. They're not waiting for, you know, people to tell them what they're worth. They're, they're going out and they're they're staking their claim to what they think they're worth. And if you can't do, if you can't, you know, meet their demands, I want to say John Jones kind of put himself in that position too. But he's he, if he was fighting and he, 
he John Jones could have. John Jones could have, but he he had too many run-ins with the law and things that messed up his messed up his negotiating me, power. messed up his negotiating power. Else he would have been one hundred percent in that position. He still feels he's in that position. I beg to differ, but that's why you don't hear time about will him. tell. Time will tell, but there's, a, there's a reason they don't mention his name anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. all this move to heavyweight, and you realize even though him and Ngannou didn't get that fight, and now they look like they're trying to move out Ngannou, they still haven't even mentioned John Jones yet. Still, still, you know what I mean? They're doing an interim fight for the heavyweight belt, and they still haven't mentioned John Jones. The reason for that. Um, but getting back to Chandler, if, if I was Chandler. A fight, well, actually, uh, no, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But a fight I want to see, Michael Chandler versus Islam Makachev. Chandler wouldn't, Chandler wouldn't get that fight. I mean, that fight could happen if because Islam is a big enough name, mm-hmm. and he is pretty strong in that division. And they're ranked but, right under each other. They're ranked right, under, but Ch- Chandler, fe- Chandler's always looking up. Mm-hmm. He feels like you know, being a former champion from another divi- another organization, you know. He's looking for that belt, and he, you know, he misses. Well, he lost his opportunity, so he has to take whatever fight they give him at this point. But no, I guess if he, if he wants to fight up, if the only person above him is uh, Darius and Gaethje, and then Dustin and, Ch- and Oliveira, he's obviously trying to get the Gaethje fight. But that you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to wait for that. Darius should be the way for if I follow, if I follow him. So yeah, he might as well fight Darius. Because to me, that's a winnable fight for Chandler. It's 100 percent a winnable fight for Chandler, and it moves you up, and it, it doesn't you know. If you lose, you don't you know drop. Exactly, you're still gonna, you're still gonna be number four, maybe. Maybe they drop it number five, maybe. Maybe, but, but yeah, that's that's the first channel. That's what I was doing. Yep, that division, lightweight division, man, it's quite interesting. It's got some some ba- some noticeable bangers on there. The, the bantamweight division is too. I mean, the bantamweight division has some killers. One hundred percent. I mean, we were talking about it. I mean, some of the guys that we saw fight this weekend mm-hmm. could easily. And Take on a, anyone in the top ten, and that's the thing: the, the the people that that fought had great fights. They're not even not even ranked. They're not top. even ranked, and I, I disagree. The, I think they beat the brakes off of most people in the top fifteen. I hate to say it, but like people like I mean, I don't want to just call names just for calling names, but Marlon Moraes, Frankie Edgar, Dominic Cruz, you know Jimmy Rivera, Cody Stamen, all these guys. I feel like, um, what's his name? I feel like um, Yanez and um, Zohan. Uh, what's his name? Who? His nickname is Zohan. He just fought Yanez. Oh, the guy fought Yanez. Um, wow, we we're just talking about him too. Yes, but yeah, either one of those two. Randy Costa. Costa. Costa could yeah, Costa could beat they, all those names you just called. All those names you just called, I think, are beatable people. And even I, even Kyler Phillips, I think, could beat all those names you just called. Exactly, and I mean, at least Kyler Phillips is. is I mean, he's ranked uh, 14 of the 15, but I think he belongs higher. But he just lost, so obviously he's not going to move up. Unfortunately, but he, he can. Well, he just lost to that guy, so maybe. But still, no. But yeah, as and, far as and the guy he lost to was not even ranked. Just goes to show you, man. That division is getting scary. And, and unfortunately, guys like Jose Aldo that's in there, I mean... Yeah, Aldo's love, in there. I love Aldo. Aldo's my guy. Asuncao's in there. I like Asuncao, too. Um, Garbrandt is... Garbrandt's ranked number five. And Aldo's ranked number four. 
number six number six is Marlon Moraes. I, 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 <laughs> number seven is Frankie Edgar, and underneath that is Pedro Munoz. Underneath that is Dominic Cruz. I mean, and there was at least two or three guys we saw this weekend that could smoke most of those names. And those guys, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those guys, I'm, I'm not taking away what those guys have accomplished because those guys are great fighters. I feel like the sport has kind of passed some of those guys by, not all of them. Mm-hmm. And the ones that it hasn't passed by... I think are still, they could still lose of the names we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean it's, so whatever. Like Mar- Marlon Vera at, at rank number thirteen, and you have people like Marlon Rice ranked higher than him. I disagree. But you know, I don't know who does the rankings, but I mean, obviously they're paying homage to the you know, yeah, the great, the legends, the greats that kind of paved the way for all these guys coming up. But yeah, you still got Aldo on there. You still got you know. Cody Garbrandt on there. Still got Dominic Cruz in there. Frankie Edgar. That, you know. that, that's going to change soon, I think. By the end of the year, I think a lot of those... I'm not saying those guys shouldn't be top 15, but those guys shouldn't be ranked as high as they are. Yeah. By the end of the year, if, if, if these young guys keep fighting the way they're fighting, and, and as often as they're fighting, you're going to see a changing of the guard really, really soon. I, I think a lot. Of, another big issue is that people that have those positions don't want to fight lower-ranked low, lower people. And that's what's that's what's clouding the, the that's what's that's the next thing that's clouding the rankings, is that those guys aren't taking lesser fights, mm-hmm. you know they're just holding on to that position not not by, you know, their own merit but by you know just you waiting know, it out just waiting it out to try to get the championship and it's it is what it is like you can't wrong them at the same time there's like you know gotta try to hang in there as long as you can but yep. whatever. It is what it is. Not to mention that that ranked is, the champion is Aljamain Sterling. For now, I mean Aljo is good. I, I like Aljo, but man, everybody who name we just call would just I think would wreck him or give him a really bad night. Mm-hmm. But it's yet to be seen. So who am I? Who am I to say? But yeah, with that, I think that's a good uh, spot to, to end it. We definitely appreciate you guys. We enjoy you guys, you know, rocking with us, sticking with us for as long as you guys have. We are, you know, like we mentioned before, setting things around the horizon. So definitely stay tuned. But until next time, you guys, be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys, out. Peace.